And when I looked closer, there was a, a Sasquatch face on the other side, and uh, it was looking right back in at us. Staring back at me is a silhouette of a very, very giant monkey. An intriguing discovery is being investigated in a community east of Seattle. Someone came across a lengthy trail of extremely large footprints. They are up there. Welcome, everyone. You've tuned into the Nicola Valley Bigfoot Podcast, a place where your encounters are told. To share your encounter and to be on the show, email me at nicolavalleybigfoot at gmail.com. Now, sit back and enjoy the show. I have to tell you a story. Oh, for sure. Uh, just an anecdotal story from that trip. So after hitting four different islands and, and not coming up with the, uh, you know, we're testing out equipment and, and, and getting them calibrated and, and, and getting used to the area and everything, but, but not getting, uh, we really wanted to hope that, you know, in five days, we're going to get a Bigfoot, but I mean, if I could do that, I'd sell tickets, but. <laughs> uh, you know, you still deep down inside, you're hoping, right? So, uh, and I had high, you know, some high expectations of this area. Anyway, so after four days, I talked to the captain. I said, "Hey, because we were just picking, we made up our route every day when we woke up. We didn't have, oh, we're going to hit this island, this island. No, we just kind of made it up as we went." I said, "Is there an island around here that has uh, a decent river?" Uh, flow going into the into the uh, straits and he checked his charts and he goes yeah I guess one up here because my thought was you know if we can add to the whole shellfish game some say salmon runs or you know uh, we might up our game a little bit so he found this one island and and we motored there and dropped anchor in Opal Bay and took the Tom was piloting one of the Zodiacs and we loaded myself, uh, Gunner, Tom Steenberg and our cameraman with us and Tom took us to shore. Well, there's a very shallow approach to the, to the beach, but somebody had built like a 10 foot high jetty that uh, went several hundred feet offshore. And so Tom dropped us off on the jetty and we took all of our gear and, and just made our way to the beach from that jetty. And and uh, as soon as we got to to the beach, I'm noticing these uh, prehistorically huge footprints of grizzlies. I've never seen a grizzly track in my life before that. And here's these tracks bigger than a dinner plate. And I don't even want to think what animal that's attached to you, but I knew what we were dealing with. And there was not just, you know, one set of tracks. They were, they were all different sizes and whatnot, but they were enormous. And whereas I thought, we'll go up the river a little ways and, and plant these cameras. I, I, when I saw that, I said, guys, uh, we're not alone. And... I don't want to stay here very long. 
So let's just plant these cameras as close as we can from the beach and, and focus them on the, the mouth of the river and get the hell out of here. Well, I had a shotgun that Tom had given me and a, a zippered pouch like you'd get from a bank, a little vinyl money bag that held some slugs. Gunner had the radio. We get in there. We get two cameras set up when the captain comes over the radio. He says, hey, how's it going? Gunner goes, oh, we're doing pretty good. We got two cameras up. We just need to put in the seismic ground sensors and we'll be ready for extraction. Oh, very, very good. Uh, who's got the shotgun? Silence. <laughs> uh, niece, why? Well, there's a bar coming. And he's like, uh, could you repeat that? <laughs> there's there's a bar coming, uh, heading toward the jetty. We're keeping an eye on it. You might want to load. Uh, who's got the shotgun? Niece? Yeah, you might want to load it. <laughs> <laughs> well, two things struck me when I got the message. It was like, one, there's a grizzly, full-grown male grizzly, heading down the beach toward the jetty. A jetty that's 10 feet high that we cannot see over, so we don't, we have no, all we know is there's a, there's a giant, a giant carnivore heading our way. And two, uh, I thought the shotgun was loaded. Uh, I immediately opened the breach to find it completely empty as well as the magazine tube. So, oh, yeah, the bag, the bag with the, with the shotgun shell. So quickly pulled that out of my pocket, zipped it open, and what do I see is about a dozen rusty shotgun shells. Oh, no. And I'm telling you, you know, now you got a plastic tube and the brass, you know, uh, primer area and whatnot. The, there was more rust than brass. Okay. <laughs> and I know for a fact Tom wouldn't use those himself, but that's what he gave me. So I try to load, I tried to find one that has the least amount of rust on it and jam it into the right into the, the breach and you know, shoved it in there, and then I, I tried to, to lock the breach. I kept sliding it, and it just it wouldn't lock. It wasn't going in far enough into the chamber. And I'm like, crap. Finally, I just I just hammered on it. I finally got the damn thing to, to seat. Now, I didn't know whether or not this thing would even eject. But I knew I had maybe one shot, and maybe not even that. I mean, the condition of these slugs were just atrocious anyway. I continued to load the, the rest into the feed tube and and we're standing there and everybody's looking at me because I'm the expedition leader. They're like, okay, expedition leader, what do we do? And I'm like thinking, okay, I think I saw this on uh, Nat Geo or History Channel. Um, yeah, okay, so... Here's what we got. We all got to like spread out in a line and make lots of noise. So the bear knows we're there before, and it isn't startled when it comes over that jetty. Okay, so we all spread out, and I can't make this this up. We spread out. And we start walking like we're we're walking to death row, 
again, we have no idea how close this, you know, thousand pound animal is to us. And nobody was in a hurry, believe me. And we're still waiting for the Zodiac <laughs> to appear with Tom. And I, rem- I, I, I just, I, I remember asking God, I said, could you just radio him back and get an update on the bear? So he does. And we, he goes, can we get an update on the bear? And Tom comes back with, quiet, we're filming the bear. Radio silence, out. <laughs> Man, that's rude. I mean, I'm thinking in the time it took him to say that, he could have said a thousand meters, you know, five hundred meters, but no. We're there, you know, I don't know what they're thinking if they're they're trying to shoot a you know, a combination national geographic special faces of death part ten, but you know, I didn't want I didn't want to be in that in that movie. So we just we didn't know it. So so we're walking along. And I go, hey guys, we're not making noise. We need to make noise. So here comes our friend Tom Steenberg. Starts building out this theme song to Jungle Book movie. The bear necessities, the simple bear necessities. You forget about your, you know. And we're like, Tom, really? But it was funny because we, we were we were we just all nervously joined in with it. We all knew the tune and we just started belting it out. But uh, it was hilarious. It'd make a great movie someday. Well, that would make the whole trip worth it. <laughs> Finally, we see Tom come out around the end of the the jetty, and this is a, a, a decent size inflatable with a, a center call steering hub. And he's standing up and he comes around. And we're like, oh, we're saved. And at that point, Tom's not even looking at us. He's looking at the beach, and he starts slapping this console with his hand as hard as he could. Smack, 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 smack. And we're like, no, that's not good. Uh, that means the bear is just virtually on the other side of the jetty. <laughs> and then he, then, he, then he cups his hands up to his mouth and starts yelling out something in Quack Quack Ewok, which I would later come to find was, uh don't come any closer we don't want to hurt you but if you come closer we'll have no choice but to hurt you i'm like you're threatening a thousand pound bear <laughs> uh and and you're safe out there in the water on the, anyway finally it gets on the radio goes okay i i just drove him into the into the woods he says you know make a break for the jetty so we did, and I saw the the video footage they took, which is pretty amazing. I mean, it was just a, a big, beautiful, healthy bear. But uh, anyway, <laughs> you know, I just drove him into the woods, and at that point, we re- realized we're closer to the woods than we are actually to the jetty, and so we're now making a beeline for the jetty. And we got off of there, and then it just as an aside, the next morning, we all get up, have our coffee, and it's like. So, who's going back to Bear Island to get retrieve the cameras and the seismic sensor? And of course, we all looked at Ron because, hey, buddy, you haven't been out there. I think it's your turn. Then I, we actually drew straws for who was going to fill out the rest of the team to go get the cameras and stuff. So, 
Tom goes out with Ron Moorhead and my camera guy, Darren O'Brien. And this time he ties off the Zodiac to the, the end of the jetty and he goes in with them with a shotgun with, I'm sure, really nice, shiny, brand new shells. And he escorts them to the beach and then they kind of, they jump off the jetty and we can't see them. They had a radio, they had a shotgun, and they're just going to retrieve the, the cameras. So we're all, we're all, it's early morning, it's ch a little chilly, we're all standing at the rail watching. And we don't see them come back into view for several minutes. And it's like, we got, we got on the radio, hey, what's going on? What's going on? And we couldn't get an answer. And next thing we hear, we hear, Boom! Oh boy! Then we see Tom, not the other two, but Tom comes out in view, walking out to the mouth of the river. And again, we can see him cupping his hands to his mouth and, and screaming more. Walk, anyway. We're like, we're on the radio. They they, they never did answers. I don't even know whether he turned it on or not because we never did. A, a reply, but thank God they got the cameras and the, the seismic sensors and they showed back up on the jetty and came back in. Uh, as soon as they pulled up the boat, Tom holds up one of my cameras. It had been shredded by a bear. Oh, man. Uh, the, the strap. Um, and he said, yeah, they found the cameras. We Pulled the SIM cards out of them, put them in the in the uh, the computer, and we see this this huge, probably seven eight hundred pound cow uh, bear grizzly walking into the picture. It triggered the camera, and it's looking right at the camera, going, "Oh, that's awesome! That's going to be great for the." All of a sudden, we see the picture shaking violently. And then we figured out there's another one there and it's attacking the camera. And these were all set on video. So we got some really good footage of oh, the, geez. you know, like the inside of a bear's mouth, which I don't care to see again. No. Um, and the second camera, they, they, they located it too. And they knocked it, you know, diagonal. They, they knocked it askew. And then we had a wolf, a timber wolf go, go by and it too was looking at the camera which taught me a, a good lesson as far as their ability to detect, detect cameras but um what's interesting is looking at the timestamp. those cameras were only up about two and a half hours before they were attacked oh wow yeah it's quite possible I mean, that they could smell your probably still smell your scent it's, on it's gotta be it's yeah. gotta be or you know they're not real some i mean they're they're real symmetrical so they they even though they're camouflaged, they still kind of look like a box on a tree. But, but uh, no, that was a that was a, a little little bit of a, <laughs> a, a a thriller moment for us. So. Yeah, yeah. That's, but we did get quite a, a good good footage. Yeah. I just thought I'd add that because it was it was it was it was, it was both scary and funny at the same time. <laughs> well, it's funny in retrospect. <laughs>